Claire, quick question. Mm-hmm. Do you think briefly having a meal prep phase in 2018 qualifies me as a doomsday prepper? Oh, absolutely. I'd survive. Yeah. The year is 2048. It is summer. Maybe. It's hard to tell when every day is over 100 degrees. You live in what once was Florida. It is all swamp now. Nearly everyone is gone. Are you bummed yet? Welcome to The Light Pirate, your feel-good book of 2023. Hello, and welcome to One More Chapter, a podcast where we talk about books that moved us for the better or the worse. I'm Clara. And I am Claire. And we're your hosts. If you want to follow us or support the show, you can find us on one more chapter pod on instagram and patreon which we launched a few weeks ago and if you want to support us there would be very very appreciative but there is absolutely no pressure absolutely none if you don't want to do patreon you can just follow us on instagram yeah we're very active on there yes we are do a good job so today we are discussing the light pirate by lily brooks dalton i'm gonna go ahead and say i vote this book to be the recipient of the oh my god this is too real please stop i'm panicking award for 2023. Yeah, you suggested it. Yeah. Okay. So this is the online book summary. And according to Amazon, set in the near future, this hopeful hmm, story of survival and resilience follows Wanda, a luminous child born out of a devastating hurricane as she navigates a rapidly changing world. What do you think of the summary, Claire? Okay, immediately no. Mm-hmm. I, for whatever reason, I must have been drunk because I wrote this is an okay summary. This yeah. is not an okay summary. This is not a hopeful book. Yeah, I don't. It is not like following a luminous child. That is, I mean, I guess technically right, but not. And then rapidly changing world. I think we need to maybe define what rapidly changing. There are a lot of words here whose definitions I think are wrong because what about this book is hopeful? Literally nothing. Nothing. I was sad the entire time. Page after page was just trauma and anguish. Okay, that brings us to how do we come to this book? Okay, I just need to do a confession and maybe perhaps a formal apology. This is my apology video with tears. So I just saw the title. I just saw the title of this book. And I'm generally a sucker for like a dystopian bleakness, the Hunger Games Mm -hmm. style. Yeah. So I was like, light pirate? Climate change? I am in. So then I forced Clara to read it. Yeah. You were like, Clara, this is going to be such a good book for the podcast. Yeah. it. There's no magic. There's no Hunger Games vibes. There's no fantasy. There's no science fiction, really, because this feels real. It's so real. It's feels too real. real. It's too real. It's too real. Yeah. And I'll remind you that Claire, a few episodes ago, was complaining about how so many books nowadays are all about misery. They just pile on the misery. Well, well, well. Welcome to the light pirate, everyone. <laughs> I know. I'm telling you, this is my formal apology. But like, I don't want to say that this book is bad, but just don't do not pay attention to the title. No, it's not bad. 
it's not bad, but like, don't go into it the way I did and recommend it to your friends and say, this book is going to be so good. It's going to be about like a pirate who glows. It's not, it's not going to be about that. Mm-mm. It is going to be way sadder and way realer. So let's talk about the author. So I haven't read anything else by Lily Brooks Dalton, Mm-mm. although very good writer. I enjoyed this book Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in the way it was written. Her debut novel, though, Good Morning Midnight, was very well received and adopted into a movie, The Midnight Sky, directed by and starring George Clooney. Oh, I don't think I knew that. I Yeah, me either, but I haven't seen it, but I will probably read the book. (laughs) Slightly less depressing than The Light Pirate, I hope. All right. So I came to her because she got like a pretty glowing review from Colson Whitehead. And so I was like, oh, if he likes them something, then so do I. But yeah, it's a, this book is sad. But so and then the other thing that I saw online was this very on the nose review mm-hmm. that Dal- Brooks Dalton is an uncanny chronicle of desolate spaces. And I was like, this is accurate. I saw that, you know, after I read the book. <laughs> and This is my first book that I've ever read from her. I didn't know anything actually about her until I read this. Yeah. I mean, she's from, I think she grew up in Vermont, maybe. Yes. Um, But she she spent some time in Florida, which we'll talk about in a bit. Oh, okay. The great state of Florida. Yeah. So I think we're all, this is our first, you know, foray into Lily Brooks Dalton land. Mm -hmm. And it is a desolate space. Sure is. All right. So let's do our spoiler break, which, you know. You should read this book, but just maybe if you also want to listen to this episode before you read it, just to get an idea. So you're not surprised. By the bleakness of this world I know. that Brooks Dalton has created for us. But this is our spoiler break. So okay. if you do want to read it and you haven't, you yeah. should stop listening. You should. But if you were just like, oh. Uh, you're curious. I'm curious. Yeah. Then please proceed. But grab some tissues. Carry on. So this is your this is your spoiler break. After this, we're talking about everything that goes on in the book. Everything. All right. Three, Three two, two, one. Oh my goodness. All right. So let's go. Let's do it. So we're doing our own summary. Yes. This is kind of a newish thing that we're doing. So we're going to yeah. summarize the book in its entirety. Okay. All right. So this book opens on a family preparing for a hurricane in Florida. The father, Kirby Lowe, is an electrical line worker, his very pregnant wife, Frida, and their two sons, Flip and Lucas. So Frida is freaking out, and she would like to leave their town before the hurricane. We also find out that Frida's own mother died in a hurricane in Puerto Rico the year before. So she is justifiably terrified. Exactly. It was ju- it was a, it's a very fresh loss. Yes. So but Kirby is like no 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 it's fine it's just a bit of rain. We've been through so many of these. Don't you trust me, you know. So the morning of the hurricane, Kirby, who has weatherproofed the house, leaves his family to go to work. At work he learns the hurricane, whose name is Hurricane Wanda, will not only be going to hit the town directly, but it has been upgraded to a category four. Kirby is humbled and panicked by this news. So shit hits the fan completely during Wanda. Mm-hmm. Like this book opens and it really is relentless. We get no respite from the very beginning. So the two boys, age twelve, Lucas. that is Lucas, and age eight, Flip. They don't get along with their stepmom, Frida. No, they don't like Frida. 
and they're bored. Yeah. So Lucas, who is 12, convinces Flip, who is eight, to go off to this trailer park that's up the street yeah. before the hurricane it's for hits. for a silly, goofy time in the middle of a Cat 4 hurricane. Oh, my gosh. So they sneak out, and they get trapped at the trailer park, uh-huh. which, no, it's totally evacuated. It is. As the, you do with a trailer park. Yeah. So meanwhile, Frida goes into full active labor. She's totally alone in the house. And her husband is out at that point looking for the sons. At some point, like, they, they realize that the sons are missing. Frida is at home and everybody is out. So, oh my gosh. During the hurricane, you guys, little eight-year-old Flip gets blown away and Frida dies in childbirth. In childbirth. She gives birth to baby Wanda. Who's named Wanda for the hurricane. Wanda, which, you know, choices were made. Because this is a catastrophic hurricane. It basically destroys the area, and they decide to name their daughter Wanda after the hurricane that destroyed the town. Well, it's Frida who does, and then Kirby is just, well, that was literally her dying wish. I can't not honor it. It's true. They could have made it a middle name, just called her Sarah. Sarah Wanda. Okay. Fast forward nine years, and Wanda is the town's designated weird kid. Wanda also finds out that when she goes underwater, the water around her glows. Very cool party trick. Yeah, and she makes friends with Phyllis, the town's doomsday prepper, who teaches her about survival in a world that's literally falling apart. Soon, Wanda's surviving older brother, Lucas, leaves for college, and the situation in Florida becomes more and more dire. The ocean is literally eating the state, and when a nearby dam breaks, the water rushing in kills Wanda's father, Kirby, and basically cuts her off from her brother entirely. So from there, Wanda and Phyllis are on their own as they navigate a land that is now entirely swamp. There are also dangerously high daytime temperatures, and there's other people around who are also just trying to survive, which means that there's lots of, like, interpersonal conflict. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm just going to end this summary by saying that even though everybody dies, there is happiness for Wanda because she does reunite with a woman that she used to know, mm-hmm. and they fall in love. I'm not sure if it's redemptive enough, but there is some whispers of happiness there are there are it's just it is so sad everyone in this book that you grow to know or care about either dies or is very close to dying at all points i know i think for me the 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 death of the eight-year-old child wrecked me and And i was just very beginning a shell of a human for the rest of it i was like no it prepared you though it did because if that's how it started, you knew that it was just only going to get worse. I will say, I grew up in Miami. My parents currently live in Miami. So I was, I was telling my parents about this book. And I told them the plot. And at one point, my mom just like frowned and was just like, you know, your father and I live in Miami. You do know that, right? Like I had personally written this book to extract my parents from the narrative that is my life. Like I had I had personally chosen an apocalyptic wasteland to take over Florida and yes. remove my parents. <laughs> they're they're just gone. Because in the in the early in the book you learn that Miami has been totally evacuated. Yeah, like people start leaving Miami and then like the government stops responding. Yes. Right? Like there's no infrastructure there's, there's no, no infrastructure. support there's nothing there's nothing it's just people on their own without any 
anything. Protection. There's no society, essentially. Yeah, society crumbles and takes us back, basically. Oh, my gosh. So what did we like? Oh, my God. What did I like? Well, this was very well written. I will say that. I read it quite quickly, and not only because I wanted it to end. Not only because I just wanted to prepare for all the deaths that were coming. So Lily Brooks Dalton, she is from Vermont, but she spent some time in Florida. She spent time in Orlando and Key West as an adult. And I appreciated the way that she wrote about Florida because I feel like a lot of times people speak down to the state and they just don't, they make fun of it in a way that doesn't make fun of, you know, the authority or the the infrastructure but of the people that are there which i always find to be quite unfair she writes about florida in a way that you can sense that she cares about it and its people so i think similarly to sea of tranquility or station 11 by emily st john if you've read those books it kind of essentially is asking what does life and our relationships look like how do those things change when your only goal as a person is to just survive, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Which is not something that a lot of us have had to just do, mm-hmm. right? Survival is kind of implied. Yes, it is. For a long time. So I appreciated the way that she talked about institutional and governmental failure and how that leads to this dystopian future as opposed to the personal choices mm-hmm. of, of of the characters. Yeah, that's actually a really good point because she does, she talks about climate change not as an individual responsibility, but mm-hmm. like as an institution. Exactly. Because I think too often we make climate change about do you recycle? Yeah. Do you have like, a, as opposed to what is the government going to do on a systemic level exactly. to prevent this from happening? And it shows that failure. Yeah. And then she does... She is respectful to Florida. She's respectful. She doesn't write about it in a deprecating or teasing way, which I really appreciated. I think it's it's an easy it's an easy underdog. It is the Florida man trope. The Florida man, but <laughs> yeah, she does well, and I like. So you know, I really loved the book The Road, but mm-hmm. I went into it knowing that it was going to be bleak, and this book does have strong The Road vibes. Yeah, so I didn't hate it. I don't actually like, again, like I don't hate a depressing book like this when it kind of comes with a message, when it's not just gratuitous misery. This was a miserable book, but it was like, this could be the future if we don't, as a society, you know, put systems in in place to protect the climate or the planet. But so I did like that actually a lot. And I thought it was beautifully written. And I think this was actually my first climate change novel ever i think now that i think about it so i mean it has a special place in my heart because of that that's true that's true and if you have read it and you enjoyed it and you haven't read station 11 or sea of tranquility i recommend those two as well nice yeah very good and very similar vibes oh okay yeah because i don't think i haven't read either one of those so good okay so what did we hate Mm. i think we are united in that it was just it was a little bit of a bait and switch. Yeah. Well, I can't, I don't know if that's fair. I didn't read the summary. I literally just read the title. Yeah. It does feel like it's going to be a fantasy adjacent based on, or or science fiction based on the, based on the title, The Light Pirate. You imagine 
like a, a spunky uh, protagonist. Just, yeah. just maybe she like does in maybe, the open seas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. That would have been cool. That would have been cool. And she oh, like no. saves the world with light. Yeah, but it's just kind of page after page of tragedy. And at one point, it started feeling a little bit too much, like a little bit gratuitous because there was no. Did everyone need to die? You know what uh, I yeah. mean. I mean, even well, I don't want to get ahead, but I do feel like, despite my personal feelings about Kirby, he could have <laughs> stayed. He could have stayed. He could have stayed. Like that was one authority figure she had, one parent figure she had. So, yeah. Sure, Phyllis comes in after, but it's not the same. Like she grew up without a mom, and now her dad is gone. When she's how old was she? Like eleven, twelve? Mm-hmm. She was young. So I mean, I get the warning. Regarding climate change and its effects. Yes. We don't take care of the planet. Absolutely agreed. But it felt a little bit too much. Like she was beating a dead horse at times. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And honestly, I did not like the light part. I hated that part. So readers, here's the thing. If you probably don't remember, but in the synopsis, I talk about how when Wanda is underwater, she glows. She can generate a significant amount of light. Then later, at the very, very end of the book, we see other children are born with traits that help them adapt to the changing world. So I think the point of the glowing was supposed to foreshadow the fact that humans were going to become nocturnal and like they needed to generate their own light. Yeah, like start mutating to adapt to the new realities. That was, I think, the thesis. mutation takes a very long time to happen. I was just like, if that's your explanation, it's not not working for me. It didn't work. Yeah, it didn't work. And that's the thing, like it felt too magic-y in a book that took itself very seriously. Mm -hmm. Like the book felt very real. I think... Lily Brooks Dalton took time to make it feel very real, but then she kind of like tossed in like magical glowing. And like one of the kids at the end had like big eyes maybe to see better. I can't remember. Yeah, there were certain adaptations that were starting to take place. And I I found that a little bit gimmicky because the book would have worked fine without it is the thing. Like it didn't really need it. Wanda was a very interesting character Mm -hmm. without it. So it's just... Phyllis was very interested in the glow, right? She was a scientist mm-hmm. and she liked cataloging and t- tracking all of these things. So she was very interested in the glow mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. there was no rational explanation for it. Mm-hmm. But I think she would have still taken care of Wanda and she still would have loved Wanda without this very interesting facet. Yeah, because we saw that she did that with her with the brothers. Like, she, well, the brother. Yikes. You know. Lucas. Yeah. You know, she took him in and he didn't glow. You know, he it's didn't like, glow. Uh, yeah. I just felt like it didn't quite work in, like in the context of the book. Yeah. It just distracted, I think, a little bit. I understand what she was trying to do, yes. right? Like our bodies and our minds change to adapt to changing circumstances and to changing environments. Right. And Wanda was like supposed to be kind of the alarm that nobody mm-hmm. like could see that yeah. she was glowing. But then also to your point about Phyllis, since she was a scientist, I actually thought since she was tracking the changes yeah. and she talked about tracking the changes yeah. that she would have been like the hypothesis is, oh, maybe the kids are changing because the climate is changing. She's yeah. supposed to be kind of like brilliant. And I was like, I'm not a scientist and I get, you could have. I came up with that little hypothesis. So I was confused at why, you know, 
Phyllis ultimately dies, like not understanding the glow or having a clear hypothesis for why the glow happened. I felt like it maybe also would have made the reason for the glow clearer if Phyllis had just said, perhaps she is changing to adapt to the changing times. Yeah. Would that have been too on the nose, though? Would that have been annoying to read? I think it might. I think we might have needed it. Yeah. Because like when you first see Wanda glowing, I was like, oh, oh, here comes the magic. All right. So we had like a little tragedy with the, with. Yeah. But here comes the magic. It's coming. Yes. But it wasn't magic. It was like just a, a, a trait. A mutation. It was like, yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's also what I thought when I saw that for the first time. I was just like, oh, this is, this is a, a, a switch. Yeah. For the yeah. Book. She's a magic girl now. Yeah. So this is where the real book is starting. But instead it was just kind of a, a slight trait. And it never really came up again, though, either for and like until later, until later when she like used it for lighting. Yes. And then it kind of when she was about to die, right, it carried on to someone else, it like passed on to someone. And again, it just felt so it felt gimmicky. It's just like trying to bring in magical realism almost to a book that wasn't magical realism at all. At all. And it's like if you if that's the one thing you do to bring in an element of fantasy it's just it's just awkward yeah you can't have one you can't have one of those things where you do have to commit like commit to the bit like she glows in the water she gets a hogwarts letter she gets you know she's a gryffindor and that's that (laughs) but no but no it's just uncomfortable because you're just you expect it to come back and to be so much more relevant than it is yeah and and they you obviously it's used right because to sell the book because the light pirate yep so you see it and you're just like, oh, cool. I fell for it. Cool, dystopia, but make it fun. No, dystopia, but make it tragic. Yeah, it's like dystopia, like kind of how it would play out. Yeah, that's the thing. It felt so real. And again, listen, if I was caught in this situation, I would not last. Oh, no. I would not wait to see if I glow in the dark. I'd be like, take me out. I'm not a survivalist. Well, girly. that was my issue with Kirby. Here's the thing. If my wife died in childbirth after she had begged me to leave like please please i need to leave and then i saw her die and then i was still like still gonna stay let's stay in in the coastal florida you know the line needs me oh my god gotta make sure this town has electricity literally like you still have two children yeah i would have gathered up the troops and we would have gathered and moved to minnesota yeah Anywhere. And because... Canada. Right. I mean, because as readers, we knew that there really wasn't a safer place, like that every place was kind of falling apart. Yeah. But Kirby didn't know that. Kirby didn't know that. And I mean, yeah, institutionally, uh, the entire country was a failure and would have succumbed to the environmental forces at some point. But yeah, why stay in a very vulnerable spot? Right. After you saw a cause, right? You saw Frida being like, listen, we need to leave. I have a terrible feeling. I am very pregnant. We got to go. And you're like, no. And then you lose your youngest child and your wife. And you're still like, eh, still not reason enough to leave. This is home. It's like, well, you know, it's also not really because he had moved around a lot That's true. For, for his work. So it was like, what was keeping you there? That's a very good what point. What was tying you down to, I forget the name of the town now, but Florida. Yeah, it was like rural Florida. Yeah. Again, not not even Miami, which is yeah. where I'm from. I'm trying to find. Oh, the town? Do you think it's the on the back? The name of the town. No, there's nothing in the back. Well, maybe that's why 
I didn't read the book summer. There's nothing on the back. Okay, I'm just trying to make excuses for my choice. It's okay. All right, so our Kirby rant is actually a good uh, segue into our Kiss, Mary Kill. It is. Do you want me to go first? Yeah, you should go first. Okay, so I'm kissing Wanda because I liked Wanda. Yeah. I thought she was just a little tiny badass. She was cool. Like, she was, like, weird, but cool. Pretty weird. I feel like she was definitely all over the place, and she wasn't settled. No. She was very unsettled in her, like, mentally and physically. Mm -hmm. She was like a hurricane. Wow. (laughs) Wow. So I'm marrying Phyllis because I was obsessed with her. I mean... I do like, though, that this book was like a little bit of a survivalist, woo-woo apologist. It was. Oh, my God. You know. I know. Like, because I am actually very biased kind of against weird people who are like, the world's going to end. I need my bonker. Yeah. But this book kind of, you know, it was a redemptive story for. She was also a cool doomsday prepper. She She was very chill about it. She didn't throw it up in your face. Mm -hmm. She was just like, well, I I know what I'm doing when the world shuts down. I don't know what you're doing, but I am ready. Exactly. Her and her waiters. Her and her waiter. Oh, my God. I was just, should I buy waiters? I had so many. Should I buy canning mechanisms? Yes. Apparently. I was was very, uh, yeah, she made me rethink a few things. Yeah. About survival. Although, again, I would be gone. I would not last. Well, I'm not a strong swimmer, so that first hurricane would have. Oh, yeah, you are gone. Yeah, I I probably would have blown away. Yeah. I'm just, I'm not interested in scavenging and foraging. Like, if I don't have running water and all of the modern amenities that one has gotten used to, I don't – it's not my world anymore, honestly. I, I do not belong here. I will not be mutating to glow in the dark. No, no. I would not be that girly. Yeah, I mean, maybe. No, the mutations would know that they should not find a host in me. Not worth it. You know what just popped into my head? What? You know who else glows underwater? Rapunzel entangled. <gasps> wow. But she has it's to sing. It's not magic. It's a mutation. <laughs> Maybe that was foreshadowing. (laughs) Okay. And then I'm going to kill, I'm killing Kirby. Again, I know it's controversial, but I did not like, I don't like, I Mm. didn't like him. And I didn't like him from the beginning. Yeah. When your wife is that pregnant and she's telling you something, you got to just listen. Like, I feel like pregnant women are magic. Yeah. They just know. And he was like, and I just didn't like how he left her. He left her. With a to-do list. He was like, don't worry about it. Anyway, here's a list. Do the dishes. Fill fill the bathtub. Fill the bathtub. I'm going to work. Just insane. Yeah. Just wild. And then, because I just felt like he just had a lot of hubris. Like he was just always two steps behind. Because there was news. too. Yeah. There was like news reports about the dam. Why is he at the movies when it's raining? Nobody else was at the movies. No. Just him. And he's like, let's have a fun day, Wanda. I'm going to take you to the movies. It was so sad. And, it was so sad. And then he gets washed away. Uh, and it's so matter of fact, too, the way that it's written about, just the way that he's washed away. Yeah, he hits his head and he's a goner. Oh, my God. Okay, so that's your kiss and kill. Who's your Mary? Oh, Phyllis. Oh, Phyllis. That's true. Okay. okay. All right. Who's yours? Okay. I agree with these, but I just feel like such a deep sadness for Kirby. I feel like he was never fully happy. The only time that he got to be happy Mm. was with 
Frida very briefly. And then after that, it was just a matter of emotional and physical survival and just taking care of these kids that he barely knew how to take care of. So it was just really sad to like see him, but I do agree with with your choices. I would I'd maybe marry Frida instead of Phyllis. Oh, I feel like she was fun. I liked Frida. I liked Frida That's a, a lot. And she like she had a life. She did have and a life. She, and she was smart. She was gonna be an architect. She was smart. And then her mom died. So Yeah, yeah. I liked her a lot. Yeah, that's actually a really good marriage. Lost her too soon. Yeah. R.I.P. I know. As gosh. everyone in this book. This entire book is an R.I.P. It is. Everybody. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. All right. So what's a part that made you gasp? Okay. I talked about this. But when Kirby died, yeah, I was just like, there has already been so much sadness and so much tragedy in this book. And now I kind of saw it coming because it was kind of that horror movie thing mm-hmm. where it's yes. just like, oh, they are having such a good day. Peppy music is playing. They watched a movie and then boom. Yeah. And death. also like they did make a point of being like nobody else is out. No one else. You know, the, yeah. The dam was about to break. And I was, it was so crazy reading all this because I know these places, right? The Okeechobee River. I was just like, oh my goodness. These are yeah, all places real. that I grew up around and that I always heard referenced so it's just we are it made me think that we're just close to institutional failure Mm -hmm. every day yeah yeah for me it was when she just casually mentions that the outer banks is gone oh my god i know like that's where would that netflix show be canceled 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 yeah so when kirby died i was just like oh wanda's i assumed that she would go with phyllis but you know wanda's alone in this world now to a degree. I know. It was so sad. It just kept coming. The hits just kept on coming. That's I what, I don't know how it kept shocking me, but it did. I know. I know. And Kirby was just the last straw. I know. Okay, so I have two. Mm-hmm. The, my first gasp was Miami. I mean. I was like, if Miami is, go- is gone, there's no hope. Yeah. We're like, it's hopeless. And my second was, so when those old bullies when Wanda's old school bullies break into the house and like Phyllis they like really give her a bad head injury and then Wanda ends up killing them and like for me I was like okay Wanda again you're a badass but the loss of that house yeah and innocence all at once and then they have to set the house on fire which was a little bit I felt overkill like it was a little bit much flood and yeah also they could have just kept coming back I agree I didn't quite understand the need to set it on fire they were thorough. Yeah. They were thorough. They were like, everything. if I can't have this house, no, no one can. can. I know, because that was such a safe haven for them it for was. so long, despite everything. And right? then it was just gone so quickly. So abruptly. And it was like this constant theme of like going to the store leads to your downfall because like Kirby died after they went to the store I looking know. for something specific. Yeah, that was like a baked treat. And then they go to the store, Phyllis and Wanda getting to get supplies. And yeah. that's when the bullies spot spot them and follow yeah. them back. Yeah. And I was like, no, not It the was house. really sad. It was- yeah. And it was just like the beginning of Phyllis's demise. Right? Because she gets this head injury. Yep. And from there, she's never really the same. No, she's not. Nope. And ultimately, it does kill her. And again, I guess that's like a commentary. Like, there is no medical anything. Yeah. Yeah. She basically got like a concussion and more and never fully healed. So she lost her wits towards the end, which is so sad because she was like a scientist. That was who she was. All right. Goodreads. Ugh. 
Another 4.16. Yeah. Another 4.16. How do we feel about that? Okay. I feel like I have a bit of a bias because I was desperate for this book to have magic. And it didn't. I was desperate for it to end. I know. You're like, I'm giving it a three. No, I gave it more than that. But (laughs) I think we you found a bad review. Okay, let's read a bad review. Okay. (laughs) And actually, this is a pretty common bad review. Yeah. I honestly have zero idea what this book is about. I don't think the author knew what kind of book they wanted it to be. Is it a coming of age story? Is it about an apocalyptic dystopia? Is it a romance novel? Is it a cautionary tale about the human involvement regarding the erosion of our planet's climate and the devastating effects it would have on us as a species? I have no idea. It's sad. The entire book is sad. And why the hell does a little girl glow in the water? I have no idea, man. I think that that's a fair critique. It's a fair critique. I think they were mad. I I think think they finished the very last sentence and they were like, did not take a breath before logging into Goodreads and being like, this is everything I hated about this book. Let me write it down before I forget. It's all fair. It's all fair. I think they... They, they need didn't... to rename the book the light pi- from the light pirate to what Florida was. Oh, that's good. Or what it becomes. Yeah. What Florida becomes. Like yeah. it- Rudder. That's the name of the town. Good job. Sorry. That Rudder. was so abrupt. But yeah. It came to me. It did. It came to Speak me. Speak your truth. <laughs> because I do feel like the light pirate is not quite the right title. No, it's misleading. It's misleading and it sets you up for failure as a reader because what you expect is not what you get. No, no. And that's just disappointing, isn't it? And the light part is such an afterthought. Yeah. I actually, the more I think about it, the more I really don't like the light part. Yeah. Yeah. Because it acts like that's the only thing that makes Wanda special when it's really so much else. Like she was weird before that. And so I use true. weird as not a derogatory It's so true. And she's also intuitive. Like, they should have just ran with the intuition, you know, because yeah. she spots the canoe. And she's like, I think I want to grab that canoe. Yeah. Like, she's smart. Yeah. They didn't need to make a weird magic that doesn't work. That doesn't work. And it's, and it's unexplained. And... It's an afterthought. It's an afterthought. It's a footnote. I agree. And then they were like, let's call the book The Light Pirate. No... I mean, I don't know. I think I'm going to give this book. Well, if I'm if I'm ranking it as a dystopian novel, mm-hmm. I'll give it a 4.5. Okay. If I'm ranking it as what I wanted it to be, which is a magic book, I'm giving it a 3. Okay. I read the summary, so I knew that it was going to be dystopian. Oh, okay, okay. So, I gave it I gave it a 4. Okay. I gave it a 4. I think this is your lowest ranking ever. Which is I'm generous as you know, because I feel like I just don't read a book if I think I'm not going to like it. So already when I'm choosing a book to read, I assume that I'm going to have a good time. Yes. I did not have a good time, but I did find the writing to be very good. So good. I like the way that she wrote about Florida. Mm -hmm. She didn't cast judgment Mm -mm. on the people, Mm -mm. but on the institutions. Yes. Which I think is important. And it's like an important reminder whenever we talk and think about climate change policies. Yes, it's not individual. It's an institution thing at this point. Exactly. So I appreciated that. But again, it was so miserable. It It really was. so sad. It was just like I couldn't get attached to any character because they were just probably going to die or they were going to suffer so much. 
There's already so much suffering in real life. And the way that this book talked about suffering was even that sad. There was no humor ever, really. I don't think I laughed at a single point of this book. Mm -mm. Which is fine. Like, you know, you don't need to write any comedy into your books. That's just my own proclivity. But... Yeah, it was just, it was a lot. The title is a little misleading. I did really like it because I, to your point, I really liked the way that it tackled climate change mm-hmm. as an institutional failure. Yeah. And seeing that, the a potential scenario of how that could play out. I really liked that. And it actually is what kept me going because I was like, whoa, this is like a really important commentary. Yeah. But I just wanted it to be a magic book. Yeah. So maybe consider changing the title so that other people don't want a magic book and then read this. Agreed. Because then it makes you upset. It it definitely made me upset yeah. for several reasons. But um, good book. Good good book. Good writing. Good yeah, great writing. Poor Frida. Poor Frida. Poor Wanda. Poor Kirby. Poor Flip. Poor Lucas. Poor Phyllis. Dang. That's everyone. It is everyone. That is everyone. Except for Mad Dog or... Bird Dog. Oh, Bird Dog. Bird Dog, previously known as Brie. Yeah. I didn't actually... She's another person I could have just not had in the book. That was... Yeah, that was an interesting resolution. Mm -hmm. It felt like the author realized how sad everything had been. And she was like, how do I introduce a semi-happy ending to this character and this story Okay, talk about a love story and how she integrates herself into a community and yeah. how they rebuild their small society yes. after the state has abandoned them, which is fine. Like, it was fine. It didn't make up for all of the suffering, yeah. I think. because that was like the last 75 pages. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. but I'm glad that she got a happy ending. Yes, yeah, she did. To a certain degree. Yeah, and she didn't die violently or anything. She didn't die violently. It did, this entire book, make me want to move to, like, Iceland. Yeah. Greenland. Yeah. Somewhere cold. I know. Where hurricanes don't hit. Then you just die in an avalanche. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. That's okay. Do you die instantly in an avalanche or do you have to wait? I should, I, I would have to look that up. Okay. Yeah. Do you have to wait? Okay. <laughs> oh, no. Time's Five minutes out. starts now. Because <laughs> you have to, I guess you have to like choose your climate related death. Yeah. That's a thing. Yeah. And then Lucas goes to California, which I'm just like, that's not yeah. much better, is it? I think it? the idea, I think with that is he dies in a fire or the, mm, like this, probably. yeah, or like smoke inhalation. Well, now that we have been thoroughly depressed, if you would like, you could please go over to Apple iTunes and just leave us a five-star review. Yeah. Or Spotify or Mm -hmm. wherever you find your podcast, wherever you're listening now. Yeah. You can just dry your tears. Pop on over. And give us five stars. Yeah. 